gospel. It's a word you've heard, but it can mean different things. That's why gospel is our topic of the day as we start another week of the Bible Brief. Before we answer the question today, we want to briefly thank you and thank our generous donors for their support. Without your donations and prayers, we wouldn't be able to continue our efforts to help you learn the Bible. We are a 501c3 nonprofit organization, so your donations are tax deductible. The Bible Literacy Foundation has some big and exciting things coming as we continue to expand this ministry. We want to help people like you learn the life changing story and message of the Bible. And we want to keep helping you in more and more ways. Will you consider donating today? It's as easy as clicking the link in the show notes below or visiting our website at BibleLiteracyFoundation.com. Thank you so much for your support. As we take a short breather this week from our run through the Bible and anticipate slowing down for our jog through next week, we're going to focus on Jesus and the first four books of the New Testament this week. And to kick things off, we're going to focus on the word gospel. So first things first, what does the word gospel mean? You've probably heard someone say something like, now don't take this as gospel, but so-and-so did such and such. Or maybe after a long-winded story, your friend says, that's the gospel truth. Now in our modern society, like in these examples, we often use the word gospel as another way of describing a statement as wholly true or wholly false. But that's not really how the word is used in the Bible. The word gospel isn't synonymous with the word truth. Now, don't get me wrong here. We believe that what the Bible calls the gospel is true. It's just important to know that the word gospel itself means something else. The word gospel simply means good news. The English word gospel comes from an earlier English word, godspel, which is a translation of a Latin word, evangelium, which is a transliteration of a New Testament Greek word, evangelion, which carries the idea of an Old Testament Hebrew word, besora. Now, I go through this because it's important that you recognize a term in there that you have actually heard before, evangelion. Said in more modern English, evangel, or evangelic, or evangelical. These words are all related to this word gospel, and they all mean good news. In the truest way, someone who is described as evangelical is a person of the good news, who proclaims the good news. Now that we've looked a little bit into the word gospel, we need to explore a little bit of its use in the Bible. Generally, the word gospel is used to refer to three different but related things. First, gospel describes the good news of the specific saving message of Jesus. Second, gospel describes the good news of the general messianic message of Jesus, that is, messianic messiah message of Jesus. Third, gospel describes an account of the earthly life of Jesus, which is a narrative form of good news. So let's briefly look into each of these. Often when you hear a Christian use the word gospel today, they're speaking about this first use of the word gospel, the specific saving message of Jesus. This message could be summarized like this. Jesus died for your sins on your behalf so that when you believe in him, you can have eternal life. Even the Bible has some short, small summaries of this specific gospel. Listen to a famous one from John 3.16. For God loved the world in this way. He gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. It's the gospel that includes the basics of the sinfulness of mankind, 
the righteousness of God and the love of God in sending Jesus as payment for sin, that we find the definition of what we're calling the specific gospel. The gospel which one writer called the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes. The proclamation of the gospel is a priority for those who have faith in Jesus because they know that it is this good news that God uses to bring people to faith in Jesus. But if you've listened to the podcast up to this point, you know that these specific things aren't the only good things about the good news. Which brings us to point two, going from the specific gospel to the general gospel. The word gospel isn't limited to the news about the specific acts of Jesus and his burial and resurrection from the dead to save people from sin, but can also be used to identify the goodness of the other aspects of Jesus as well. Think about the big story that we went through over the last few weeks. This story about a king who is coming to rule over Israel, and eventually a king who will rule over humanity in a righteous kingdom full of justice. This is also good news. We might call it the good news of the kingdom and the king. And this isn't separate from the specific gospel. It's an amplification of it. It says, not only did Jesus come to save us from sin, but he came to save us from this age of conflict and injustice as well. The good news means better days are coming for the world. This is why the book of Matthew, the first book in the New Testament, calls the gospel the gospel of the kingdom throughout the book. The coming kingdom of Jesus is good news. Finally, and the third point here, is that sometimes we use the word gospel to refer to one of the first four books of the New Testament. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. These four books all contain accounts of the life of Jesus, but each have a different emphasis on his life that helps us to understand more about the goodness of this good news. Let me provide examples for each. The Gospel of Matthew focuses on the good news that Jesus is fulfilling the Old Testament promises as the Messiah King and the greatest prophet. The Gospel of Mark focuses on the good news that Jesus is the humble servant of God who came to save people at the cost of his own life. The Gospel of Luke focuses on the good news that Jesus actually lived and preached in the first century AD with many eyewitnesses and that his mission of salvation foretold by the Old Testament was not for Jews only, but for all the nations of the world. And finally, the Gospel of John focuses on the good news that Jesus is the Creator God and has come to renew people from the inside out when they believe in him. You can see that each of these four Gospels focuses on a certain aspect of the good news of Jesus so much so that they can be called gospels or good news in and of themselves. In the remaining episodes for this week, we're going to spend some time analyzing a bit more about this good news in each of the four gospels. But before we end today, let's review a bit about what we've learned. Remember, there are generally three ways that people use the word gospel when they talk about the Bible. First, Gospel describes the good news of the specific saving message of Jesus. Second, gospel describes the good news of the general messianic message of Jesus. And third, gospel describes an account of the earthly life of Jesus, the narrative form of good news. In the next episode, we're going to look at one of these gospel accounts of Jesus as we dive into the book of Matthew. Thanks for listening to The Bible Brief. Thank you.
Are you enjoying the podcast? One of the best ways for the show to grow is for you to share it with a friend. Will you do that today? We'd love to help more people understand the life-changing story and message of the Bible. Thank you for your support, and thank you for listening. Copyright Bible Literacy Foundation 2022